the Movie Hour, episode 168, January 27th, 2012. Just a small warning, there are movie spoilers in the episode ahead, and definitely some swearing. And dragons. Hello everybody, I'm so happy to find you guys here and ready to partake in the Timothy Oliphant, What Do You Want? Movie Hour. I am of course Greg Maloney, uh, just, just a man. A man with uh, an affinity toward movies, and I'm joined by others with that same interest, my co-host, Brother James, and everyone's favorite journeyman magician, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Wow, journeyman, huh? Mm. You're no longer apprentice? Skilled. That's I, I, It's been a while since I was an apprentice. I can pull a rabbit out of several <laughs> things now. Several things that will remain nameless, because this is a PG-13 show, people, we... Do not do not let in uh, people. I like that that's coming thirty seconds after the disclaimer that we use foul language. <laughs> hey man, you can do foul language and have a PG thirteen movie, right? Just a little bit. Fuck. Oh fuck. God. No longer PG thirteen. Sorry. All right. All right. That's okay. It's not a problem. Once would have been okay. Twice, no. So how uh, how did your guys' weeks go, Jeff? I assume uh, everything's still okay in One Piece. New York Giants going to. Uh, Going to the Super Bowl—that's awesome. Yeah, that's a little obnoxious, actually. I, I um I li- I lived in Philly long enough and at a at a uh, a crucial enough time in my life that I cannot like the Giants <laughs> at all. The Eagles, uh, part of you, that subconscious is just saying, "Hate the Giants, hate the." Giants. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. <laughs> Interesting. How about uh, doesn't help that Eli's a gump. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what do you take think a beating, the though? looks like with that guy? Just, I throw a ball hard, you run fast. Okay, break. Like, I can't even fathom. Oh, a lot of hate in this episode, starting with the, the New York Giants. We, I'm sure we've got other things to hate on. A lot of, I, I don't really have many things. I uh, did have a fantastic time at a friend of the show, uh, Faith's birthday weekend. She had. Uh, we went and all played Whirly Ball. I don't know if everybody is familiar with Whirly Ball, but... Um, I Jeff had actually helped me f- figure this out that apparently whirly ball whirly ball is a Midwest thing and that's pretty much it. There's uh, there, there there there's a Connecticut yeah. um, there's a place in Connecticut you can play it and in Toronto and I think Kansas. Yeah, it's a rare bird wildfire. It's a rare bird and it's uh, which some people think is the Midwest but I don't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah, I managed to sneak in at the very end after watching the Red Wings win in the shootout. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Is it the playoffs? No. No. Why are you watching hockey? <laughs> I was at the game. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. <laughs> Why are you watching game number 42 out of 1,487? <laughs> Speaking of sports with lots of uh, games, apparently the Tigers are about to sign some Prince Field action. Yeah. No, get the yeah. fuck out of town. Seriously. Apparently it's all but a done deal. Dude. His dad was just here not that long. Ago. <laughs> yeah, and that was supposed to be against us too, because apparently he and his dad don't get along. Hmm. Interesting. Baseball. I'm talking about yeah. wiffle, or wiffle ball. And, and, and I've got <laughs> I've got info on it. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of sports. I guess did happen over the week, but there's a lot of yeah, a lot I of play things. Volleyball that... for the first time since high school, and I'm still sore. Yeah, my ass hurts from playing really ball. Which for people that, again that don't know what it is, it's pretty much bumper cars in a small maybe a little shorter than a basketball court sized area and you just drive bumper cars around with wiffle ball 
I don't know what you'd call those, not rackets, would you? Yeah, kind of like those scoop racket uh, things, oh, whatever they are. Yeah, and you throw a wiffle ball at a backboard that's got a hole in it, and if you put it in the hole, you get points. It's pretty intense. Uh, a lot of a lot of collisions happen, but anyways, it was a fantastic time and a very interesting weekend. Um, and things got more interesting when uh, the official Academy Awards released their nomination list for this year, 2000, well, 2012 Oscars, but recognizing 2011 movies um had finally come out and i guess there are quite a few things that are on there first thing to mention none of us really give a shit about the oscars is that a fair statement are we to that point mm, i don't think i would put myself okay. in that category uh, i am firmly in yeah that you category. two you two could probably weigh us well, enough to, I, for sure i don't mind there being a, an awards process the the oscar <laughs> show is pretty pretty much a pain in my ass but um it's interesting to see it fall on its face for the last 10 years but uh yeah the so the nominations are out and uh, to spare you guys going through entire lists of who was nominated for what and who wasn't um the one thing or a couple things that were on my mind when i was going through the list of all of these categories was i had no idea in the the best actor uh actor in the leading role scenario We've got Gary Oldman nominated for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which I regretting went and saw We Bought a Zoo instead of that movie. I wish I saw Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, but um, this is like this was his first nomination ever in the yeah. Oscars, and so I'm going through Gary Old like uh, just as, did not make any sense to me going through all the movies he was in, and I'm just thinking, you know what? Actually, he just doesn't play the the any movie roles or any movie period that just screams Oscar bait like Gary Oldman's just been in the movies that Oscars don't pay attention to whatsoever. Well, unless somebody dies like yeah. uh, Batman uh, or whatever, dark Knight. Right. Yeah. He played one, uh, I forget if it was Mozart or what he played one of the musicians, one of the classical musicians back in the day. And I don't remember who it was. And that was the only opportunity. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that sticks to my head that, you know, would be Oscar bait. <laughs> Which brings us to our next point. Gary Oldman's in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman, friend of the show, bastard. Yeah, it's, uh... I have no problem with being in it for the money. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. Immortal beloved. Yeah, yeah he played oh, Beethoven. Like it's... <laughs> I I think I don't know, man. Just giving him an Oscar for like, dude, Gary Oldman, you deserve it. We haven't given you shit for the past twenty years. Would be would be nice. I would like but... to think everyone <laughs> there's uh i don't know the the actresses and actors in the leading role seem pretty uh constant like in the actress matchup surprise a... meryl streep is already yeah, is yeah. Streep, glenn close yeah, that looks like a heavyweight fight right there michelle yeah. williams playing marilyn monroe cat fight dude. viola davis cat. has been getting a lot of nods lately and then newcomer rooney mara with the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy category. Not happening, but no, that'll be the congratulations. You're nominated. <laughs> congratulations, you're nominated while you're still young. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite thing about these nominations is that they decided that they didn't have to have ten. This is the year that they decided they didn't have to right. have ten yeah. nominees. Yeah, unless everyone, unless they really needed it, so they were like, well. We'll have nine. Like, <laughs> really? What's the difference? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Basically, it's... you need a percentage of first place votes to be qualified too now. So, yeah, oh, ten seems a little over. You know, nine is much better. 
I, I can I could take four of these movies right now and tell you that they're not winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds like a that sounds like a a blast. Let's do At it. At least the only movie right. that I saw that like I thought might have Oscar implications actually made it. So I guess that's the only one good thing about it. Moneyball. Yeah, that's like the only one of those I saw. All right, so going through Moneyball's not going to get it. Okay. Extremely loud and incredibly close. No way. The Help not going to happen. Warhorse not going to happen. Right. I could probably go so far as to say that Midnight in Paris and Hugo aren't going to happen either, and that it's between The Artist, The Descendants, and Tree of Life. And I would put solid money on that. But putting on the record with no, nothing on the line aside from my own reputation, I'm willing to kick those original four off right now. Yeah, I, I think other than The Help, I would agree with you. The Help's kind of uh, a risky to throw out just completely. I would actually go with The Tree of Life before The Help. Um, but... Again, I haven't like I've seen Hugo, and beyond that, I just I know of the other movies and I've read about them, but I haven't seen them. Um, but yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting year. Like I guess I'm just not I'm even less paying attention to this year than usual. Like there's no Coen Brothers attached to any of this. There's no Ander, like Wes Anderson stuff attached to any of not this. That, not that his shit gets any right, attention right, from yeah. these assholes nope. anyway. But. Yeah, there's a lot of people that I'm usually following that didn't make it in here, and they, some of them just haven't been active this year at all, but. Um, it's intri- like, I don't know. It seems like it's just an up for grabs fucking year past like the actor and actress and leading role. S- I feel like they should just be putting Bill Murray for lost in translation and best actor until he wins. <laughs> like, Oh, we keep making a mistake now. Let's just give it to him. It's ridiculous. Uh, we'll never be forgotten. God bless you, Bill. Um, yeah, I'd have to but, say this is the most disinterested I've been. Even yeah. being a fan of the Oscars. There's just nothing. Dude, who's, like, who's hosting again? Billy Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> That's right. I called that. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. They just keep him cryogenically frozen. <laughs> I was going to say resurrected, but <laughs> <laughs> I am um, pretty amazed that uh, this is like the first time Pixar didn't get the animated feature nom. I mean, granted, it's only Cars two, but still. Oh yeah, yeah. Cars two. It's like a gimme. So. Yeah, and. Not- it's it's interesting animated feature film being a cat in Paris didn't know of Chico and Rita Kung Fu Panda two Puss in Boots and Rango and I saw yeah. Rango and it was you know whatever I didn't see Puss in Boots or Kung Fu Panda two because they both looked like shit mm-hmm. so but yeah Cars two and Nor- uh, the Adventures of Tintin weren't considered either yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm surprised in terms of animation on the animation level that Adventures of Tintin wasn't brought yeah. to yeah you know what that's a good point Tin- Tintin I haven't seen it and I don't you know probably plan to in the near future but god damn it tintin <laughs> god damn it tintin well, the uh <laughs> the only other big shock to me was uh um the fact that melissa mccarthy was brought up in the animated um or sorry animated the supporting actress role which i just i'm surprised to see yeah, any comedian on there yeah yeah any comedian getting nominated is quite the shock so good for her yeah it's true. The biggest shock to me was that um, in the best achievement in makeup that anyone gives a shit at all. <laughs> Come on, Albert Nobbs. You got girls dressing up as guys. Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows 2. You got creatures. And then Iron Lady, which is fucking... You have Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Right. You got to make Margaret Thatcher look awesome. Yeah, really tough to make Meryl Streep look like a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> Zing. That's, oh, that's... print it. Show's over. Uh, 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll it, be rooting for just old. Just kidding, people. Meryl. You're, we're still we're still on for Saturday. It's a joke. Only other thing I want to focus on uh, directing. The Artist, The Descendants, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, The Tree of Life all made it. Um, I'm just going to... I really don't see Scorsese winning for Hugo. Even like he's, he's won one director and been nominated for another thousand, but I don't see that happening. And uh, Jeff, you saw The Artist. I don't think any of us saw The Descendants. Yeah. Jeff also saw Midnight in Paris. Just off a gut it. feeling, it's either going to be The Artist guy or Terrence Malick from Tree of Life. Yeah, that's... Yep, just that's a I... I feel very confident with maybe Alexander Payne for the descendants. Cause I don't think he's one. And I think that Hollywood like snooty Hollywood does okay. really like him. So yeah. what's that? Yeah. Not for directing. He won right. uh, screenplay. Yeah, for I was going to say that's a screenplay type of movie. They usually give to, to the person that yeah. might've director, but now like, oh, this is the honorable I, mention I think... award. You get the screenplay. I haven't seen Tree of Life, but I've heard that it's pretty cerebral and right. you know whatever. But I, I I think the artist just totally cleans up. I really really feel like that's the type of movie that that the, these jerk offs just absolutely <laughs> fucking love. Jerk-offs. Not that it wasn't good. I I actually did like it, but I'm just saying the people that make these decisions just absolutely cream their pants over a movie like oh, that. Funny. Any uh any other highlights you guys want to bring up or does it move on time? Uh, Christopher Plummer, I'm rooting for him. He's my one lone. He's the person's corner Dude, that I could. Who doesn't do. for Christopher Plummer? He's bad. It's only his but second I'm... nomination. He just got nominated for the first time like two really? years ago. For really? up? Uh, no, it's his actor, <laughs> actor in a supporting role. Uh, I don't and... remember what it was, but. That's another one where it's like, just play the what doesn't belong in this list. Kenneth Branagh, Jonah Hill, Nick Nolte, Christopher Plummer, Max von Sydow. Yeah. Like. Hmm. And Jonah, I, I liked Moneyball, but neither Brad Pitt nor Jonah Hill's roles were very challenging whatsoever. So I'm kind of surprised either of them are on the list. I mean, they yeah, did good but, at him, but they didn't really have to do much. So, dude, Max von Sydow, FTW. <laughs> <laughs> they got two people in there that look like uh, old people. I thought it should have been. Yeah, I don't. Know. I was actually planning on seeing Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which is based on a book that I'm quite fond of this weekend, but. Now that it's nominated, it's going to be a goddamn zoo, and I, I'm just not I, like it. Actually, makes me want to see it less. Interesting. That not might that I think the movie will episode. not be as good. I just like theaters here are already a disaster, and going to see a movie that's just got nominated. Ugh. Well, you can go see The Gray instead. That comes out this week. There you go. With Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Yeah. That'll be fantastic. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, the the Oscars people, they're important. Pay attention to them cuz people care. Like uh like us, us movie people. Not really. Jim cares, right Jim? About this year, I don't know, but normally yes. Yeah. Finally right. broken Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not okay. a good sign. <laughs> Jim's Jim's bright-eyed enthusiasm is finally starting yeah. to dull. The sad part <laughs> is it's just I I don't even know what I would put in some of these places, so it's it's just been a bad year. Overall, besides, can we see some Muppets? I guess. Come on, Muppets got a original song. Did they? Nice. Yeah, Matter Muppet. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Wait a second. I'm Let's looking at that category. Real. Is there only two songs in that category? Yes, two <laughs> songs. Awesome, dude. It's uh, it's funny. It's it's a great situation Hollywood's in. It's fantastic. It's going up, nowhere down. Uh, anyhow, High Hunters Hollywood Hoopla over with. Movie review time. James, we're starting with you this week. Okay. Um, I saw 2008, uh, had like three Oscar noms back then, but it's uh, Revolutionary Road. Uh, it's a 
movie about a 1950s suburban couple with a couple kids. Uh, they're named, uh, the couple anyway, is named Frank and April Wheeler. Um, the Wheelers are several years into their marriage, but it's kind of grown stagnant. Uh, both of them are unhappy, um, don't want to be in their situation with each other or in their lives, like where they're living. Just the whole thing is just kind of dull and crappy to them. Um, they get this idea on how to jumpstart their lives, basically. Um, they want to go to Paris, like move to Paris and just restart, just rekindle everything, just start fresh. Um, some, Worse for everybody. Yeah, so uh, some circumstances change, and the rest of the movie kind of shows how they deal with these changes and what becomes of the whole idea. Um, it's a decent flick. It's uh, pretty depressing, though. Um, it definitely has director Sam Mendes' fingerprints all over it. He uses a lot of that slow-building music during like a very minimalist scene for you know heavy drama. Um, the performances were pretty good, uh, but not great. Uh, there were times where I felt like they were just reading lines instead of actually, you know, being characters. Um, Leo and Kate are in it, reprising their 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 connection with, uh, funnily enough, uh, Kathy Bates is in the movie too, so I felt like I was watching Titanic all over again. Um, but Michael Shannon, he was nominated for this movie, and I agree with it because he was pretty good. He's um, he's a neighbor who. Well, it's their, their neighbor's son is kind of in and out of a mental ward, and he kind of stops by, and he's a little loopy, but he's very observant on, you know, the way things are and the, um, the Wheeler situation, and he kind of disrupts things a few times. So he he's, he steals some scenes. Um, it's good drama, but uh, I don't think it, the movie's good enough to give the stamp of approval. Good drama. Liked what you saw. Leo didn't do it for you. Yeah, Leo is still Kate a, a man boy it. to me. Still not a man. See, I'm happy you agree with me now. Um, so do they go to Paris or what? Uh, no, they don't go to Paris. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. Um, and I don't know if you mentioned, but... Uh, yeah, they tried um, to go, but the ship sank. Oh, wait, wrong <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you meant... I don't, did you mention that Michael Shannon was actually uh, nominated for a supporting role yes, in that movie? Was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually looking at that because when you first had mentioned Revolution Road, I'm like, didn't they actually win an Oscar? And it was just it was nominated for Art Direction, Costume Design, and him for Best Supporting. Yeah, for some reason, I think I it did good on the award circuit, but just not the Oscars. Yeah, the series, the main show. That's right. Yeah, it's good on the prelim heats. Obvious, obviously. <laughs> oh, that's that's just that's just sweet. Um, so I guess this brings us to my movie review, which is way cooler. Uh, absolutely amazing compared to Jim's movie review. And I was actually also looking at the star rating on uh, IMDb. 7.5 for Revolutionary Road. For my movie, Underworld Awakening, it's a 7.2, baby. That's right. Nice nice, nice and close. It's, it's just amazing. Expect some noms do. next year for that. <clears throat> yeah, we have, we'll have to be. So anyways, Underworld Awakening, uh, 2012 movie. First 2012 movie I've, uh, I've caught, I think. Um, came out last weekend. Stars uh, Kate Beckinsale, the favorite. Everyone's lovely. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale, um, and we get to follow. This is the this is the fourth movie, but it's technically um, the second sequel, the third movie. There was one prequel to it, which Kate Beckinsale wasn't really a part of. And uh, in this movie, we get to follow the the continued story of uh, the Death Dealer vampire Celine, Kate Beckinsale's character, and her hybrid lichen vampire boyfriend uh, Michael Corvin. Um, in the span, in the very beginning of the movie, like in the span of five minutes, we are 
we get to be introduced to like this country where humans have pretty much enacted an official purge of all lichens and vampires. It's out in the open. They're out there and humans are trying to get rid of them. Um, just killing all of them on site. Uh, we get to see uh, Celine and Michael try to escape via like a boat, pretty much leaving the country when they get interrupted by like a police raid and they're separated and apparently <clears throat> or seemingly frozen uh, by the humans. And then they're kept under like lock and key for uh, 12 years for and, what and... we what we understand is experimentation, like cryogenically frozen oh, okay. for 12 years. So we don't get to see that. It's like, okay, frozen. And she wakes up and she's in a lab and she can, you get to these cutaway scenes where you get to see what appears to be through other people's eyes. So you get a sense that she's seeing through somebody else's eyes at some point, which turns out to be um, later on. Celine realizes when she's released, she was uh, helped uh, aided in her escape by her daughter, which she had no idea existed. And um, I don't even remember who plays her. She did uh, some acting in TV. I think her name was uh, it's India Esley or Isley. Um, she plays her daughter who is also a, hybrid because she is you know michael and celine's uh, offspring so, anyhow like she gave birth to a daughter while she was frozen apparently or you don't know you don't know oh. um you only assume do you and know it, well in the <laughs> in the movie in the movie it's stated that she understands to be her daughter and she understands her to be uh her mom but beyond that we don't really get to find out now for everybody that's wondering um, and looking for some fapping material like I was, this movie's not really worth it. There's no Kate Beckinsale doesn't get naked or anything, so that's a problem. Um, the movie. Has she ever? Yeah. Has she ever? No. Uh, just partial, I believe. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Jeff's shaking his head. You can't see it, but he's shaking his head. Uh, but uh, the movie's, you know, it's it's a popcorn film. What I actually, there were a couple things I didn't like about it. Uh, only a couple. Um, <laughs> the non-nudity thing that's one big <laughs> one big problem uh kate beckinsale uh from the second one gets some special unknown powers when she gets uh to leach blood off of uh like the it's one of the corvina like the the one of the elder oh my God. father yeah i know i know it's bad um but she pretty much gets the ability to like resurrect people which is pretty cool like all right that person died no problem i'll take care of it um that's kind of funny Got the it. other the other thing that you need in these stupid movies where you know it's vampires or lichens or whoever versus something else and i think was missing from this movie from the past ones for the people that actually care about this series is uh there was no lore being addressed no like this guy's an ultimate badass like in the past ones there were all these elder vampires and elder lichens and like okay this guy's a complete badass don't even try fighting him and this problem and this problem in this movie there was none of that it was just okay the humans are the bad guys there's a little bit of surprise toward the end fight it out over and it just there wasn't any ultimate like okay this is going to be a sweet head-to-head fight and it sort of happens toward the end but it's it's not a it's not the best and uh yeah I'm sure you can find more money to better uh, money to spend uh, at the theater, but or a better movie to spend your money on. But I, uh, yeah, it was a drunken so feature. Failed even it. as a generic action film. Didn't do the. If, if I were completely drunk, it would have been a lot better. But uh, you know, I, you can't you can't have everything. You can't have everything. Like I I always say. So it was uh it wasn't bad, but it uh, I and I don't regret seeing it. But I would rather have had a couple more beers in me when I saw it. Uh, but that's that's my review. I'm done talking about it. Jeff, did you want to discuss anything today? Anything awesome? 
Um, there's actually a movie I saw a little bit ago that I, I haven't really had the opportunity to, to talk about. A movie called Another Earth, which I think actually went to Sundance and then basically went straight to DVD in 2011. Pretty cool movie, actually. Um, if you can if you can get over, which I had no problem with, but if you can get over some really huge, like, what's the word, like physical plot holes, like... The idea the, – the, the the plot is that all of a sudden uh, this new planet comes into view that's in our solar system and as time goes on, they find out that it's literally exactly like Earth. Like, And by exactly like Earth, I mean that like the people – like there's another you there that has lived the exact same life as you had and okay. so on and so forth. And um, You couldn't get your mind over gravity? Was that your well, issue? Well, it's, it's sort of like – yeah, I mean like obviously there, there's no way that that would just uh, you know like appear. But you have to – you know, you, you accept the fiction. You, uh, yeah. you suspend your disbelief and uh, – so that's sort of actually the the back plot though, like the side plot. The main plot is that this girl uh, just got accepted to MIT. She's a high school senior and has a few drinks and drives home and winds up hitting this car after looking out the window – after hearing a radio report of them finding this planet and like looking out the window to see the planet and um, – winds up killing this guy's well this guy was the driver but winds up killing the wife and his kid and long story short he never knows who did it because she was a minor at the time and like he didn't go any of the court stuff because he was in uh in a coma or something like that and she winds up finding out who he is after she gets out of jail four years later and she's super depressed and like working as a um as a janitor in a school by the way, Kumar Palana plays her co-janitor. <laughs> yes. Um That's fantastic. And uh, so she winds up going to his house, and like she's really she has it in her mind that she's going to apologize, but she freezes up when he opens the door. So instead, she pretends like she's offering a free service of like cleaning for the day, and as a promo for her cleaning company, and winds up continuing to come back and clean his house and clean his house and clean his house. And they, they actually become very close and, and uh, eventually romantically involved, which seems very far-fetched, but it actually seems it, – it sort of makes sense in the in the context of the film because she feels so terrible for this guy that she just wants to like do whatever to make him feel better. And, um, oh, yeah. Sounds depressing right. as hell. Exactly, it is. It's 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 deeply depressing, and uh, but the the again the side plot is that there's this there's this other planet that that's is that's like it's getting closer and closer to Earth, and Earth is uh, making contact with it, and they they're starting to form like um like a the first search or not search but like the first shuttle mission up there and stuff like that and it's it's actually it's a pretty cool movie i uh i'm not going to go so far as to say stamp of approval but i liked it more than most of the schlock that you see like as far as movies with interesting plots this isn't primer but it's it's pretty good so what do you see as the other earth representing or what's the point um i think it's uh the idea is that um that as as you grow older you continue to make you make these mistakes and and you can't go back and undo them but uh there's a like if there's another place there's another you and maybe that other you did not make those mistakes and yeah that's that would make sense yeah <laughs> whatever can happen has happened will happen and yeah that's right. interesting yeah so they're like even though this happened to you let it let it be known that there's another you out there taking care of business where you weren't able to 
stuff right. like that. Very cool. How is the uh, main actor? He was from Lost, so I've, I know. I'm oh, was here. he? I, I I hadn't really seen him in much. Um, William Matt of yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> um, no, he he was good, and as was um as was Britt Marling, who really hasn't been in anything, and she's uh she was she was very good as well. The acting was was good, and it was it was like one of those movies that was pretty like slowly paced too, so the acting really had to carry it, right. and I I thought I thought it did. Cool. Very cool. I was looking at uh, the director to see everything else he did. He actually did some stuff with Leonard Cohen. That's interesting. Very interesting. Cool. Um, sweet movie. I'm going to have to catch that out later after I watch Underworld Awakening again because it was so good. Uh, now that the movie reads are done, it's our Parker Posey play a long time. Big question of the week. Awesome question of the week. Uh, my question was, uh, was last week, and it was, <clears throat> what is the most indie movie you've ever seen? And, you know, what were your thoughts on it? And, again, explained on the show and explained a little bit on the boards. I understand that indie is a very loaded word and can be taken in many different ways. And that uh, whatever you guys think uh, indie means, we can we can roll with that. Whatever your impression of it is, we'd go with. Um, got quite a few answers, uh, a couple different varying accounts. Uh, Clerks was brought up by KPW, which is funny because, James, you were talking about that after the show, yeah. weren't you? Yep. Which... Which is a good answer, especially the uh, Clerks number one, which is the, pretty much the, the beginning of our knowing of Kevin Smith. Um, on Facebook, we had a, a buddy, Ryan. He had actually brought up Primer, which Jeff talked about, and also brought up The Room, which we joked about. There were a lot of um, a lot of very... For, for uh, such a wide topic, rivers. there were a yeah. lot of re- repeat answers. Like right. I, th- I think it's interesting that people... There must be some definition out there for indie because pe- people definitely had similar answers. Right. And, and KBW even brought up one of the issues I had with the question, which I expected to come out at some point, was she brought up Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, which is just a pretty much like zero budget obviously just making fun of itself constantly of all right we're gonna just do a stupid action movie and it's gonna do something sacrilegious or not that doesn't even even part of it it's just so dumb that this is how this is a movie that could be indie and is indie and probably uh in the purest definition of the word but anyhow i'm surprised we can get more of those answers uh uh very good question for myself if, if i don't say and uh yeah i guess uh the jeff your question is this week i believe all right, so <laughs> I've been uh, been sort of sort of paying some attention to the news lately. Oh God, and, topical. Well, yeah, not exactly. I'm going to ask you get you guys to make it topical. The question is going to be what recent and take recent to be whatever the hell you feel like. What recent news story would you like to be would you like to see made into a piece of fiction or documentary? And please specify whether you would like to see fiction or documentary. And the thing that brought this up to me, so I'm just going to steal the number one right off the bat, is the what Italian news, cruise what ship. What news story? Yeah, what recent news story. Okay. Uh, the Italian cruise ship is just – and I know very little about it, but it's it seems to me just such a sordid affair, like the captain being such a douche. And yeah, it's everything. crazy. Right, so like, how would you uh, like uh, like you could cast I don't know like um let's <laughs> let's say Chris <laughs> Elliott as the captain. <laughs> yeah, it's um for those that don't know, it's a, it's a real like I haven't even read all of it. I remember seeing the first picture. I'm like, holy shit, is that a cruise liner? Pretty much beached in front of a lighthouse, and right. that was the very beginning. I I just had seen it, 
then apparently it started sinking in like uh, I don't know if capsizing is the correct term, but pretty much people getting injured and killed in this event. And what Jeff's saying, what Jeff's alluding to is the captain pretty much jumped ship and said something about like reporting to, I don't know if it was like to the coast guard of, and what, where, uh, what country was it was, was it in Italy? Yeah. Italy, or, yeah. yeah. And pretty much reporting to what would be the coast guard. Like, yeah, don't worry. Just a mechanical or electrical man file function. Everything's fine. And just jump ship. And just there's a get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Apparently there's actual like audio or at least transcript of him talking with, uh, the guy on the other side of the radio and the guy on the radio is saying, dude, you have to get back on that fucking ship and do your job. And he just won't do it. Like, just, oh, my God, what happened? And it's, it's dark. It's dark. I don't have a light. Yeah, just making up excuses and getting trying to physically remove himself from from this giant problem as much as possible. That's a good answer. Um, interesting. Documentary. Or fiction. Or, or yeah, or, or dramatization. So a fictional spin of some news story. Sure, yeah. I just yeah, – what what huh. recent news story – and again, take recent to mean whatever the hell you feel like. But... 20s don't count, Jim. The 20s don't count. Okay. Um, so maybe the 30s, but not the 20s. Hmm. I don't know. That is a tough question. Yeah. Especially since I don't watch the news. Um... Yeah, have you – did you even hear about that, Jim? Yes, uh, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one, so I wouldn't be surprised. You could do anything, really. The broader ones sometimes are the most difficult. Um, Frozen water on Mars. I don't know if this really counts because it's not it's not really an event, but I've been really enjoying the whole Stephen Colbert and uh, um, John, Kane. John Stewart, like oh. you know, the pseudo campaign and the super pack handoff and. Like I wouldn't mind seeing a documentary that was kind of like the Conan O'Brien one that I'd watched, where it's a lot of behind the scenes and how all that stuff goes down and how it gets made and stuff like that. It'd be really interesting to kind of see the decided to make a fucking pure mockery, of right? That. So, so I don't know if that really counts as an actual event, right? That I could you know see made into. So that's my default, unless I can think of something else here in the closing minutes. I don't know if that counts or not, Jeff, but. Take it, take it, for sure. Spirit of your answer or not. Yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) This is tough. Um, Uh, uh, I'm not happy with my answer. Um, I guess mine, the the thing that comes to mind the most is... uh, I think it was pretty much the beginning of 2011 was when uh, the Arizona member of the house, Gabriel Gifford, got shot. Ooh, good answer. Uh, I'm not sure. I would probably go with a like a fictional spin. I don't want to see a documentary about it. There's been plenty of news about it. Um, maybe a little bit about of uh, I forget the name of the Jer- is it Jared Lautner or something like that that ended up something like that that ended up shooting her, but had some serious mental issues and maybe the story of their both their lives like do part of a following her around following him around and probably in the middle of the movie at some point their stories meet the attempt like call it an assassination if you want but the shooting happens and then like a 30 40 minute wrap up of what their lives are like now and um i don't know sort of how they're both victims of the same same crime um 
that would be my that would be my answer. I don't. It's not a very uplifting story. It would be very sad. I think. Yeah, most and, of the news is pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty bad. And uh, yeah, I which, should just pick my um, my assassination of uh, Bin Laden again. Sure, just on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty solid one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I picked for the uh, the all encompassing PPPA a while ago. That's right. Uh, I, I would rather I would do my my I think I'll stick with my movie Jim before that but um, yeah that that'd be my answer I I wish there were something a little more uh, uplifting but definitely I do it uh, a fictional spin like just based on true events not a not a documentary um, documentaries are lame anyways nobody watches those right guys I just suggested one I I'm like trying, documentaries I'm trying to get on the documentary kick. Awesome. Um, hey, did you guys hear that Heidi Klum and Seal are getting divorced? <laughs> I actually, I was going to change my, my answer. Yeah, that was going to be my second answer. So <laughs> it was kind of kind of sad. Can we, can we turn Newt Gingrich's love life into a comedy? God. Oh wait, you're sick. Okay, bye. Okay, you're sick. Okay, bye. <laughs> he might be our next president. We, yeah, yeah, we don't poke at presidential po- possible presidential candidates here. James, this hilarious. is hilarious. Uh, so, Jeff, your question one more time. We'll put it up uh, on the board, uh, gungapit.com, and also on the Movie page on Facebook. What do you got? What recent uh, news event or news story would you like to see made into a movie, be it a documentary or a fictionalized retelling? Cool. Uh, yeah, question will be there. It's, uh, it's time to wrap up the show, unfortunately. The fun has ended, but of course we will be back next week. Uh, James, Jeff, thank you once again for your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. See you later, everybody. The Timothy Oliphant, what do you want? Movie hour. See you next time. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to find you guys here. See, I'm already acting like an asshole because I'm preparing myself for the the title. Right, guys? You're in character. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to find that... Oh, my God. Fuck you, Rogie. <laughs> that came off awesome. I hope that makes it into the outtakes. It's too heavy in your head in the background. Smiling too much to say it now. <laughs> <laughs>